That was Media Mania. Was that was that, I guess. That was Troy Savan. Yeah. And we're Media Mania. And I'm John. <laughs> and we're not awake. <laughs> I apologize. And I got Sophie on my right here who's forgotten her name. Hey, we've got a great show. But before we tell you that, we want to thank Film Acting Bay Area for sponsoring our podcast. Uh, Film Acting Bay Area, FABA. Emeryville, California, when you really get serious about being an actress, Boop. actor, film acting, Bay Area. Com. They have a really good um, young actors program. And it's really fun. And it's all about learning how to be in front of a camera and um, playing with your emotions, manipulate, manipulating yourself <laughs> into feeling things. Film acting, Bay Area. Com. Check it out. Okay. Onward. So on t- today's show, we're going to start with sandwiches with Sophie in a moment. We're going to have a great interview with Chanel Ryan. And, of course, we're going to do Rant of the Week. I didn't want to put that on. <laughs> okay. No worries. So um, let's go right to sandwiches with Sophie. Um, I have to get my phone first because it fell. That's always handy. And don't hurt yourself while you're at it. Okay. Technical difficulties. If you know what that's from, I just love you. Okay. Sandwich with Sophie. Let's get it started. So, basically, um, I wrote this show for this um, Sandwich with Sophie segment. Like, oh, that was good. Sandwich with Sophie segment. Um, Like, uh, two weeks ago, three weeks ago. So, this is really out of date. But next next episode, I promise, will be good. And moldy sandwiches with Sophie. (laughs) Okay, starting off with old news that you probably already know. Um, Dan got to 5 million subscribers, which is awesome. Our next thing is we have to get Phil... Oh, Dan Howell, by the way. Dan is on fire, the YouTuber. Uh, uh, I talk about them as people that I know. Um, uh, Phil Lester still needs to get to 3 million. He's been trying for a very long time, and it's our duty to him. If if we can get the Dan and Phil Crafts um, gaming channel... To one thousand uh, to to ten to th- wait how much is it a hundred thousand subscribers then we can get Phil to three million subscribers. <sighs> Next, uh, Connor has been on YouTube for five years. Connor Franta. Connor Franta. <laughs> I knew that. Um, every once in a while he calls um he mix he mixes uh Tyler Oakley with Connor Franta and he says Tyler Franta or Connor Oakley. I've never done that. He's never called her, him Connor Oakley, but he's called him um, Tyler Franta several times. But um, that's that. And then Troy's album just came out. That was the song that you just heard. Wow. Wowzers. Wowzers. Wow. It's a really awesome. It's really awesome. It's a really good uh, album. And I feel like it has a lot of emotion. And it's all about uh, puppy love and... Uh, being a person and what's him your, growing up. What's your favorite cut on there? I hear a song. Mm-hmm. Um, ease, because it, um, it's like uh, ice cream for your audio hearing. <laughs> your MP3, 
Your an empty an empty three ice cream. If he was Italian, it would be gelato. It's not a gelato. It's okay. it's too rich. No, it's not rich. Wait, it's too. I know. Um, Never mind. There's another um, a song on it that I just love. It's uh, DKLA, which is Don't Keep Love Around. Don't keep love around anymore. It's so good and it's so emotional. And um, I don't remember her name. I could look it up right now, though. Um, there's a, someone that raps on it. It's Takei Maidza. I don't know how to, if I'm saying that right. Takei. Easy for you to say. No, it's not. That's oh. the thing. Um, and there's this one line in um, Don't Keep Love Around, DKLA. Um, it says... Why don't I just sing it for you? Can I sing it for you? Sing it. Distance makes the heart grow fonder Said by someone stronger than me That song is so good. That line is so good. Do you ever just want to, like, pass out because the line is so good? Because that's the way I feel right now. Right now, okay? You don't understand. It's a really good album. I think we need all the links you'll never need. Ever need. Never need. Sorry. All the links you'll never need. Okay, going on to all the links you'll never need. <laughs> we should change the name to it. To never need. <laughs> never. Yes. Okay. Uh, uh, you can see me, the awesome person that you always want to talk about and just love. Um, the, like cheesecake. At Sophie Hefley on Instagram and twitter um it's at s-o-p-h-l-y-h-e-f-l-y shameless promotion um and then uh our account where we do this this on twitter is um is napa media mania that's fun that's fun so i think we should go on to our interview with chanel ryan oh yeah that's a good idea she sounds cool she is cool. She is cool. Miss Horror. Miss Horror. Let's do it. Okay. Hey, so on the phone today, we are delighted to have Chanel Ryan. And uh, we think Chanel's a breakout type actress. How are you? Hey, I'm great. Thank you for having me. And just to remind you, this is yeah. this is John, and Sophie is also cutting me off whenever I need that, need that to happen. Exactly. That's what daughters are for. Yes. <laughs> That's my only job. You know, the funny thing, I um, my brother lived up in Sonoma for a long time, very close to you guys. And had he still been, I possibly could have been up there visiting and coming and done this live with you. But And he says, seeing your pictures, I'm going, oh, darn. But, <laughs> but, but I digress. So... Um, before we start, can I ask a quick question? Absolutely. Is there a number? Can people call in and ask questions? I was getting so many DMs asking that. No, sorry, but they can. No. Right. They sorry, can, guys. um, if you want to, you can um tell them to uh send in questions via Twitter to our uh our Twitter page. Which anyone hear that? Was listening? If you have questions, you can I guess ask them, and it's will you tell them the Twitter handle? It's at Napa Media Mania. So. Any questions? Put them there. Yeah. Hey, so let's go on. You know, go on to your um, 
uh, your your career as an actress. You know, you just sure. just released an incredibly creepy movie. Um, and I will never go oh, to. The, yeah, you're referring to Circus of the Dead. Yes, and I will never go to the circus again after that. Well, I'll tell you this: Circus of the Dead is actually not out yet. Ah. Um, yeah, the producers are finalizing. They're talking to different distributors, and they're going back and forth trying to hammer out the best deal. So, circus fans, I promise you, it is coming soon. This is- I actually have a funny story, though. When you said you wouldn't go to the circus, I we did the East Coast premiere of Circus of the Dead last June at Bazaar AC in Atlantic City. And I'm originally from Pennsylvania. So I have family all over PA, Jersey, and New York. And they all wanted to come in for the premiere of Circus of the Dead. And it is a really gory, unapologetically brutal horror film for true horror fans. And um, so, yeah, that was one of those things where you don't necessarily want your, you know, your aunt and your, your little cousins there. Right. <laughs> Yeah, you're going. How can I unsee that? Yeah, no. Exactly. I, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, how how did you get into acting? Um, you know, I had always wanted to act, and like most people, I'm not from Los Angeles or New York or any of the big markets, and I really didn't know how to get in it. And I don't have anyone in the industry. Um, I, oddly enough, when I was a teenager, I was approached on the beach to model for someone's swimmer line. And, uh, you know, I had to go test and I got the job. And then shortly after that, I was with a girlfriend at a park. And we were approached to do a commercial and ads for um, another company. And then the jobs kind of started snowballing like that. So I started having a lot of success as a model, but I'd always wanted to act. And then, um, you know, in my teens, I booked my first, it was actually a lead, which now I understand what a big deal that is, but at the time, I was like a little kid, you know? And I booked the lead in a family style, like a Disney style indie film called Waiting for the Rocket, uh, which was a phenomenal experience. And then shortly after that, I worked with John Frankenheimer, which was amazing as well. He's legendary. Um, you know, I auditioned, I had to go to the set to audition, and he offered me the part on the spot, which was, once again, I realize now how extraordinary that is. At the time, I had no clue. Um, so I was lucky enough to work opposite John, um, with John Frankenheimer, with Gary Sinise and Mayor Winningham, who are just ridiculously talented. Sweet. Um, what else did I do around that time? I did basketball. I did a pilot with Bill Murray called The Sweet Spot. Like, my first probably six jobs were really huge ones. And uh, I was clueless. <laughs> nice. I saw... Yeah, and then... Go ahead. I saw um, a movie on your IMDb, and it said uh, bad, gr- um, bad kids go to school or something like that. Bad kids go to hell. Oh, yeah, right, 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 right. Hell school, it's all the same. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, hell school, exactly. It is the same. High school is hell, in my opinion. Um, Study hard, kids. Anyway, um, so bad kids go to hell. Um, uh, I'm opposite Judd Nelson in it. It's got a great cast. Um, Ben Browder, Mark Donato, Augie Duke. Um, I play the uptight, overzealous uh, cheerleading coach slash history teacher, Ms. Gleason, 
Um, it's a really fun, uh, like, horror comedy that it's one of those films that it's a smaller film, but it does really well and has a huge fan base. Um, so if you haven't seen it, uh, if you go to my IMDb page, I think it's on Amazon and it's on demand and you can see it a bunch of places. You know, but it's just a fun film. Yeah. That's what I would recommend my family to see. Yeah, you know, it's, a, it's, good. it's got something yeah. for everyone. It's good for the kids. It's good for the teenagers. It's good for the family. You know, it's a horror film, but it's not—it's not ridiculously shocking. You know, one of the one of the challenges for indie producers, uh, being one, and actresses that you know do a lot of indie films is they have fans, but they go, "How do I see this?" So. You know, I know you're in the process of, uh, of getting a distributor, uh, you know, currently. But, you know, if someone wanted to, to find your uh, your movies uh, besides IMDb, is there, you know, are you on Netflix? Are you on, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, you can see Hob- Hobgoblins, too, another very prestigious film from um, director Rick Sloan. Hi, Rick. Uh, it is the original Hobgoblins was shot in the 80s and it is known as one of the top 10 worst films of all time and he really Rick really prides himself on that so he tried to kind of match the camp with Hobgoblins 2 I play uh, Fantasia she is a um, what do I say an internet phone sex goddess slash demon and, um, <laughs> the, you know, the, the puppets are the original puppets from the 80s. Half of my wardrobe is the original wardrobe from the 80s. Um, it's definitely, it's one of those things where he, I've never been on a film where you get your script when you arrive. And you're looking at it right before you shoot it. So there's literally no prep time. There's one scene where I have to do an evil cackle. <laughs> and I, I know how to do it now. <laughs> But I'd never done it before, so imagine you've never done something, and then you're doing it on set in front of everyone, and you do it poorly. And then the director's like, that's it, we got it, moving on. (laughs) No! Um, So yeah, so you can see Hobgoblins. Um, It's on Amazon. Basketball's on Amazon. Bad Kids is on Amazon. Um, Dead Sea, I believe, is on Amazon. Um, And I have a ton of films coming out. Um, Like I said, Circus of the Dead... Well, I think it's probably, I'm not sure if it's going to be theatrical or just straight to VOD and DVD. Um, Hell's Kitty is another great uh, comedy horror film. And the thing I love about Hell's Kitty and why I originally got involved, I'm a big animal activist. And the proceeds go to help animals in need. And the deal with it, it was originally shot as a web series. And each episode people's act- uh, features actors who are legendary in the horror genre. Um, so, for example, they have Michael Berryman, Doug Jones, Courtney Gaines, who is Malachi, um, Dale Medkiff, Lynn Lowry, Bill Everest Jr., uh, Lee Merriweather, Adrian Barbeau, and it goes on and on and on. So I'm in the finale episode. Um, And the whole premise of the show is Nicholas, the writer, and his cat, Angel. Rest in peace, Angel Kitty. She recently passed away, Mm -hmm. Um, but I diverge. So Angel, what the whole, what the show's based around, and it's based loosely on his life. 
he, you know, was dating at the time, and different girls would come over, and Angel was a jealous kitty, and she would attack them. So he took it a bit farther in the film, and, you know, the carnage ensues. Uh, but yeah, so it, it went from a web series and it's been made into a film and they've signed a distribution deal and I don't know when it's coming out, but that's another one that has a huge uh, following. And so everyone that's looking for Hell's Kitty, get ready. Um, I would probably say it's going to be in 2016, but that's coming. You know, how, you, know, um, you know how funny things are when I, you know, saw you on Twitter and picked you up the thing that really interested me was that you were an animal activist you know um yes my my co-host sophie and i um hello yes thank you no i mean we i'm still here yeah we've (laughs) we've we've got two rescue dogs two rescue cats that's awesome we actually have rescue fish (laughs) if you can believe that yeah Yeah. uh we uh we um uh, just we're taking care of them for a friend, and we ended up with them. So that does that count? Yeah. They're very they're they're <laughs> okay. very well behaved. Yeah, well, they're very appreciative that you saved them. Huh? You know, because I'm 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 guilty of forgetting this. Let's make sure we um, we let everybody know how they can follow you on whatever social media site that you have. Why don't we do that? I'm I'm on all of that. You know, unfortunately, in in the entertainment industry, it is almost a requirement. So I'm on Twitter, I'm on Instagram, and I'm on Facebook. And the best way to find links to all my stuff, you can Google me and it comes up. But the best way is if you go to my website, which is ChanelRyan.com. For those of you that don't know how to spell my name, shame on you. It's C-H-A-N-E-L. R-Y-A-N.com. And once you get onto the site, if you scroll down to the bottom of every page, there's the links to all my social media where you can find me online. And follow me and I'll follow you back and send me a tweet so you heard me here on the show. Cool. You know, I was attracted, you know, I remember, this is the things you remember as a kid. My mother wore wore Chanel number five. Number one. Everyone always says that. Get it right. The <laughs> Chanel number one. <laughs> so as a kid, if anybody said, you stink, you said, no, I'm Chanel. No, exactly. just kidding. Yes. You know, the odd thing is I don't, I don't wear, I don't even associate it with myself, but I don't think I have, I have quite a few designer handbags. I'm not so much into them anymore, but I was for a while. I, but I do not have any Chanel. I don't have any Chanel fragrances, no Chanel clothing. It's Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe I'll have to rectify that. I'm not sure. In case You're, I forget who I am, I can look at the label. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's like um, Brittany. Oh, you know what else I'd like to say? I, I don't just do horror films. I, I have a couple comedies coming out, um, Mind Puppets. Once again, I think that's coming out in 2016, and that is with a phenomenal cast. Um, it has Kevin Pollitt, uh, Vinnie Jones, John DeLacy... On my scenes are with Yvonne Zima and Latin superstar Christopher Von Uckerman, who is, uh, his fans are crazy and fanatical. Um, all of them are started following me on Twitter. Uh, and then a lot of the stuff I'm, in fact, the projects I'm booked for coming up, I'm booked for leads in a couple horror films, 
but for the most part, there's really nothing in the horror genre. I'm, I play a, what do I have coming up? I've got, if I don't look at my, my, my notes, I don't even know what I'm doing. <laughs> uh, I signed on to play a party girl turned crackhead in an urban film called Roxy Blues, which the script is amazing. I'm really excited about that one. Um, I'm doing a couple of crime dramas, some comedies, and of course, you know, the horror, the thing is, it's the most popular, and the fans are just fanatical. The horror fans are the best a- anywhere. It, yeah, it's, um, it's cultish, it's isn't it? Yeah. yeah, every once in a while, there's a, there's a great cultish comedy, you know, uh, like Napoleon Dynamite, yeah. but it seems like the horror, uh, yeah. you know, the horror flicks really, really, you know have a have a have a good steady following and you know as it brings the cult out in people i think yes well you know my first experience really with the horror i mean i've done autograph appearances there's a big one on the east coast called chiller theater and i've done chiller a couple times and you know i've done it after i did hobgoblins and you know some other horror films but we did the like the official world premiere for Circus of the Dead at Texas Frightmare last May. And I have, I was not prepared. I've never seen anything like it. I show up and it's, um, you know, we have tables at the convention during the day so the fans can come by and say hi and get photos and, you know, pictures and that type of thing. Right. But then we did a, a screening of the film on Friday night and Saturday night. And I was not even prepared for the craziness. Like, there was not an empty seat in the theater. People were sitting on the floors, in the front of the theater, in the back of the theater, in the aisles, leaning against the walls. Everyone was chanting, we want the clowns. There was a crowd outside. It wow. was nuts. That's, that's so <laughs> yeah, cool. And, it, and it, you would think, though, with horror films, that the horror fans would be, I don't know, I don't know what you would expect, you know, weird or something, but they are the nicest friendliest people and i had such a great experience it's what really drives me to do more horror the fans are just great and it's fun meeting them do you i you know i i know you've got producers that are that are um you know helping along and actually selling the movies and distributing the movies but do you ever go yeah. to things like afm that's american film market for the people who are not you know, knowing i went with my friend um jessica sonnenborn hi jess um, she is also an actress and did, um, I did another horror film with her that will be coming out, Alice D. Um, and I'm, I have a small, like, cameo. I came on at the last minute, uh, opposite Kane Hodder. And Al Snow's in it, and Barry Ratcliffe, who I love. But I went with Jess. And we kind of walked around, and it's interesting to see all the people that are trying to pitch and trying to get money and, Oh my God! You know, yes, it's a, it's a whole yeah, it's a whole different. For the most part, I do films that are already have distribution deals right. in place. Right. Um, yeah. Unless there, there's a few exceptions, if it's just a phenomenal role, or if it's a friend or something, I'll come on. But generally, I you know, if, if there's not a distribution deal, I, you know what I mean. Right. Yeah. Hey, um, so we're kind of getting to the end of our our uh, allotted time. Yes, Sophie, I have to go. it's been a great. I've I've been up this morning. I swam a hundred laps. Then I had a production meeting that's on the sick. phone with my, with my producing partner, Mark Maddock. We're we're hoping to have info on a slate of films that we're trying to get up and running. We're hoping to have that finalized 
soon. We'll see. Everything takes longer than you think. Yep. Now I've done my radio interview with you, then I'm off to a wardrobe fitting after this, and then just that. It's a crazy day, and it's the weekend. <laughs> well, Soph, do you have a last question here for Chanel that you want to tune in on? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, how many light bulbs do you think it will take to change people? Oh, God. <laughs> I don't think. Unfortunately, I think change starts with each person. Uh, I think every light bulb has more power than, or as I should say, every per person has more power than they think. And together we can make a change. That's my, that's my little Zen thought for the day. Zen thought for the day. Hey, yeah, but well, I'd love to, if, if you don't mind, I'd love to end every interview with a shout out to my animal friends. Great. Um, I always joke that I love animals more than people. And I am a huge believer in adopting your pets from the local shelter or animal rescue. There's so many wonderful animals. And I, I think there's a misconception somehow that purebred are better when that is simply not true. Um, you know, there's a lot of problems that come with purebred dogs, but dogs from the shelter are just, they're amazing. They're some of the smartest, they're just wonderful. And with any pet you get, there's going to be a period of acclimation, and you're going to have to take a little bit of time to sort of train them so they know what's expected of them. And, you know, animals are happiest when they know what's expected of them and when they can kind of please you. Um, if that makes any sense. And also, if you have a pet, please spay or neuter it. Um, I think men have the biggest problem with this, specifically with their male pets. They somehow think they're, I don't know, taking away their manhood. When in reality, when you fix your pet, it lives a longer, happy, happier life. It's less likely to be aggressive, less likely to spray, less likely to try to run away because it's smelling, you know, another animal in heat. Um, so that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Hey, we're true believers. We you know, the whole the whole um, pure blood thing with dogs is exactly like um, uh, Harry Potter with the uh, with pure bloods. Like they have to, they yeah. have to all be, they have that's to all be analogy. wizards. Well, and don't get me wrong, there are some wonderful breeders who treat the animals right. They take care of them. They live great lives when they are you know they, they don't overbreed them and you know when they're done they fix them and then they find a good home so th there are some quality conscientious breeders out there i'm not saying that there's not so but hey, unfortunately there's a lot that aren't and i just i personally don't want to support that especially when there's so many wonderful animals that need homes all, all my pets have always been rescues right now i have a um my my dog, Lucky, of 15 years, who I miss every day, passed away. Hey, boy. In a year and a half. But, okay. I, you know, we love our pets. Hey, Chanel Ryan, thank you so much for being on the show. Yeah. We're true Thanks believers. We're pet lovers. People have to hear this interview. Get on Amazon.com. Find some of Chanel's uh, movie work. Thank you very much. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Thank you. That was a great interview. That was a great interview, and I've learned that you could push the microphone around with your nose. Yes, I was doing it the whole time. That's I'm doing it right now. You can't see it. Well, you can if you're looking at me, but... That's, that's quite impressive. Thank you. Okay, but now... Are you ready? Mm-hmm. We're going to do Rant of the Week. Rant 
of the week. Rant of the week. Rant of the week. Rant of the week. Can I get something off my chest? Let me turn this off first. Okay. Now you can. Can I get something off my chest? Yeah. This is my... Okay. I know I'm ranting about this, but here it goes. Don't you just hate it when you're telling a really good joke... And just when you get to the punchline, someone interrupts you. Oh my just God! Can I just can I just um tell you the story? You guys will love this. I'm just trying uh, to do this. Stop! I have an important te- a story to tell. Leave. Fine. Okay. So, I I my new math teacher. He is really funny. He has a Ukrainian accent, maybe Serbian. I'm not sure. And when he said my last name, our last name, my dad and I, the dude over there, um, uh. Tefli Bauer, he said, if Lublai. It was so funny. It was so funny. I will laugh etern- it, etern- inter- Are you it's done? Are you, you eternally. Done etern- I will, for all eternally. <laughs> can, I, I, can I finish my rant, please? Is, sure, fine. Okay. So, this is my pet peeve. You're telling a great joke. And just when you get to the punchline, some per- someone interrupts you. Oh, I'm and so that, I'm so sorry for interrupting you earlier. That was really rude of me. Your apology accepted. Can I go back to this? Oh, I did it again, didn't I? I'm so stupid. Sorry. Go ahead. Anyway, so you get to this. You got this really good joke, you know, and you know no one's heard of it, and so you start telling a joke, okay? And so, and so here it is. So before we do this, before we do this. Um, can we? Can I just talk about something really serious that I want to talk about? All right, d- do it. Um, I think we should talk about bringing our dog to the therapist. To a therapist. You know, if you interview me one more time, I'm gonna need a therapist. I'm. Did you just say interview? He meant interrupt. Oh. See, he can't even talk. Why is he even telling a joke? Come on, I'm trying to. Let me tell it. Can I tell this? Yeah. This fine. is my rant. I gotta finish my rant. Okay. <laughs> so. Just when you get to the punchline, like this joke, it's good. Um, so this horse walks into a bar. Oh, this is a long face joke. I love these jokes. I'm telling I this. love them. But uh, it won't be as good as when I do it. So there, go ahead. So this this horse walks into the bar, and the bartender says, "Hey, why the long face?" And the horse says, "I'm starting to see how my drinking is affecting my family." You, you just took that whole thing away from me. I was trying to tell the joke. Well, I bet I told it better, so why don't you just go away? All right. I, I think I've done now. Okay. That's that's fine. So, oh, so let us tell you about... God, I hate being interrupted. <laughs> so, so um, Gets it all off track. So on our next podcast, we, hey, first let's thank Chanel Ryan... Let's thank um, uh, our. Let's thank my dad for never hitting the microphone ever again. Filmactingbayarea.com. Because they're freaking awesome. That's why. And <clears throat> sorry. Sorry. And so, um, next podcast, Christina Rose, up and coming, aspiring actress. We love her. We love her. We love her. She's our friend. Please go see her. She's great. She's great. She's great. We yes. love her. We love her. Okay. We love her. She's so, so cute. So, we're going to end the show with uh, finishing up the song Wild with 
Troy. Savon. Can I? In the song Wild. 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 Where the wild things are, right? No, just wild. Okay. Kissing up all fences and up all walls On the way home I guess it's all working now, now Cause that's still too long to the weekend Too long till I drown in your hands Too long since I've been a fool Ooh. Leave this blue neighborhood Never knew love could hurt this good old it drives me wild